Hello and welcome to the message number 23. This one's a family one, which is called The Arts of Being Composed. I hope this gives you encouragement for your soul. The Bible passage comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. Let me tell you why you're here, Jesus says. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavours of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be the light, bringing out the God colours in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Be opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous father in heaven. Now, don't suppose for a minute I've come to demolish the scriptures, either God's law or the prophets. I'm not here to demolish, but to complete. I'm going to put it all together, put it all together in a vast panorama. God's law is more real and lasting than the stars in the sky and the ground at your feet. Long after stars burn out and earth wears out, God's law will be alive and working. Trivialise even the smallest item in God's law and you will only have trivialised yourself. But take it seriously. Show the way for others and you will find honour in the kingdom. Now, unless you do far better than the Pharisees in the matters of right living, you won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom. Amen. As the children come up, shall we just pray for a moment? Lord, we want to thank you for this church that loves the old, loves the middle-aged, and loves slightly younger, and the children as well. And we pray as we gather around your word as a family that we may learn wherever we are with you today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Please be seated, please be seated. Waiting for the, the children to come up as we're uh, um, at a family service today. We are learning together a little bit about what it is to be composed. I wonder if anyone here would like to feel composed today. Sometimes, like many of you here, you may feel like a swan going on the... Are you going to take a seat? or Take a seat in the chairs. Yes, it's not school, is it? No. Okay. Or is it? Sometimes you feel like a swan and everything is going perfectly on top, but underneath you are kicking really, really hard. And you may think to yourself, well, you're talking about being composed, but that's the last thing I feel at the moment. I would love to tell you that if you were a Christian, everything is perfect. Everything's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But you have a friend called Jesus. And to be composed is to be like Jesus. Jesus, if anyone can see this here, is a tea towel. Jesus, at his last supper, 
Let's put it over there like this. I feel like I'm back at, back at home at the sink. Jesus wore a tea towel or a big towel as he washed the disciples' feet. Why did he do that? He didn't do it because he needed extra followers. He didn't do it to please them. He did it because he knew who he was. He was God's only son. And he led and served from a place of security. And so today, as I leave this tea towel on the floor here, as a reminder, when I'm talking about being composed, I'm saying being composed as a child of God. You are his friend, his daughter, his son. He died for you. So we've got to do our part and be composed in the midst of the storms. Why should we be composed? You say, I've got more important things than be composed. I've got to, I've got to lose my head. Well, your peace depends on it. Your influence, your impact, what you're trying to do depends on it. And most importantly, your faith in Jesus depends on how composed you are. Rather than looking at the waves, look at Jesus. Now, this is a family talk, and I want us to, to have some wonderful illustrations here. Also, some crisps to eat a bit later on, but uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. But my first point from the gospel that was read so eloquently is this. If you want to have peace, be composed. I wonder how many here would love to have peace, a sense of calmness. Well, if you want to have that peace, you need to learn what it is to be the light of the world. Jesus said, now, that you are the light of the world. Now, these have just come from my house. You see these lights here. I wonder if I can just hand those there to you. Maybe you can just hand them out a bit to the children if you like. Don't worry, they go a bit messy. Probably a bad idea, that one. <laughs> Let me hold on to these here for a moment. You see these lights here, even, even in the midst of the day, these are bright. Jesus says to us today that your influence, your connection, your presence is so powerful if you remind yourselves that all you need to do is be. Be the light of the world. You don't need to wait until you're happy. You don't need to wait until you've got your life together. You don't need to wait until you've gone through a bereavement three or four years later. I'll be the light of the world then. No, Jesus said, whatever state you're in, be the light of the world. Jesus reminds us in the passage, but we've been reminded for the last two weeks, have we not? We had Bex preach two weeks ago, reminding us to follow Jesus and be an inspiration. We were reminded last week by David that even if you are old, I mean really old, I'm not saying 20 or 30, I'm saying really old, you can still make a difference. I was reminded today, or yesterday as I was over Crasta, I was reflecting on a verse from the Bible. And to be the light of the world means to keep close to Jesus. There's a verse in the Bible that says, You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. God turns my darkness into light. I wonder if there's someone that you could think of 
there has been an influence, like Bex reminded us a couple of weeks ago, about being the light in the world. You may sometimes think, well, I don't feel like it. Well, why don't you think about somebody who is an inspiration to you? There was a bishop called uh, Bishop Michael Beasley, who's now Bishop of Bath. And when I was sick and I was very, very ill, he used to pray for me with his children. Now, this is a bishop, so they do things very differently um, to us uh, more normal folk. But he would pray with his children after the Book of Common Prayer. Can you believe that with your children? Um, he would pray for the au pair. There you go, different world. Then for me, and then for the tortoise. Every night for a whole year. And I found that so amazing. And all he did was pray two seconds a day. But he remembered me. You as a light in the world may feel like you're not doing much. But Jesus says, keep being that bright light. Keep being composed. Your peace will be your victory armour. Your peace and your calmness as you walk with him. Keep calm and carry on as the light of the world. Another reason why, or another calling to be composed, is if you want to, as I've mentioned earlier, if you want to make an impact in Fenham and beyond, we have to be composed. We have to be forgiving, being caring. Now, children, I wonder if you've ever had salt on your chips. I've got here some big hoops, big hula hoops. Okay. And I want to know whether you could just uh, you want to come up. Some of you, you want to, if you want to try one of these hula hoops, would you like to come up and try one? Better try one. Okay, Katie's straight there. Okay. Now, in these, in these crisps, there is less, less than, there's a 1%, 1% of salt. You try those there. Okay, very good. Okay. 1% of salt is in one of these hula hoops. But it makes a big difference. Jesus calls us to be the salt of the earth. And our actions, our response to people makes a huge difference. If you have a, 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 a situation where you find it very hard to forgive without Jesus, yeah, it may be hard. But Jesus says, no, I want you to go the other way and be the salt of the earth and forgive. If you come across it in your life as an opportunity where you, you find it hard to keep on going, Jesus says, no, you're with me. You're my child. Keep being salty. Keep doing countercultural things and live an amazing life for me. Now, I, I know some of you may have heard this sort of thing before, and I found, um, I'm going to ask Karen to be my um, volunteer here. Karen, do you want to come up here for a second? I found a packet of crisps. That is eight months out of date. <laughs> it's only eight months, okay. I, I have tried them for health and safety, okay. Can you just try one of those for me then? Okay, yeah. Is there any, any salt in it still? Still salty. Still, still salty, okay, very good, okay, right? Okay, um, okay, very good. So eight months out of date and they're still salty. 
You may feel like you're out of date with Jesus. You may feel, I haven't been really, you know, being countercultural. I haven't been raising the flag. I haven't been, you know, being the, the best Christian in Fenham. Whether you're a, a big hula hoop or you're an Aldi out of date Chris, Jesus still calls you to be sorted. You can have them later on with your uh, out of date biscuits. <laughs> Nonetheless, God keeps on calling us. You've got to be the difference in the world. You've got to be the flavours in the world, the things that actually make a difference. People are looking at you. You may not think, you may think you're 90, 80, 70, 60, 50, whatever, but people are looking at you because they know that you are a Christian and they are saying, what is the difference between you and someone who doesn't follow Jesus? Jesus says, all you need to do is be composed. Live the Christian life with a sense of dignity that he is with you. You know, I, I love walking. You, most of you know that I love walking. And I, was, I went for this really long walk. I don't know if children have ever been on a long walk before. But I walked from Wylam to Corbridge. Okay? That's five hours. Five hour walk. I don't know if you ever walked for five hours, children. But, um, or five minutes, maybe. Uh, for five hours. And I worked out... The train, because I was going to get a train back from Corbridge, because I got the train to Wylam, I was to get a train back from Corbridge if I walked really quickly the last hour. If I did the walk in four hours, 40 minutes, I'd be able to get an earlier train by an hour. So I really tried. I thought, I'm going to try. I'm going to really give it so much effort. But the problem is when you get to Riding Mill, the hills get really high, and it is really tough. And I realised... Why am I doing this? Why am I trying so hard? Just relax, enjoy the journey, and get the later train. And it was so much better. The reason I'm saying that is Jesus says, you're called to be the salt of the earth, but you're not called to, to be like, you know, someone like Nelson Mandela or Mother Teresa overnight. You're called to be you as a child of God. And as you forgive, as you don't retaliate, as you love, doors will open. Influence will happen. And people like Mary in the Bible, you will become like. People like Joseph or like Peter or like Paul we heard today, you'll become like. Why? Because you allow this relationship with Jesus to grow and develop by being salted, by being the light. Don't sweat it, just be it. The final point I want to make today about being composed, so important for your faith. Jesus said at the end of that passage, it's quite frightening some of the things Jesus says. I, I don't know if you've ever read a whole gospel before, but some of the words, I think, ooh, let's just move on quickly. But I want us just to pause for a moment. It says there, Simon read, if your Faith, if your righteousness, if your life does not become any more than a Pharisee, then you won't experience what God wants you to have, this rich, varied relationship with him. These Pharisees were amazing. They were supersonic uh, religious people. But what Jesus was saying to you children and to us adults is we've got to be composed with our faith. It's not about reading loads of the Bible. It's not about 
rocking up to church every Sunday. I wish it was. It would look great um, in front of the bishop. Say, look, got loads of people coming to church. It's not about that. It's about your walk with Jesus. You can have it any time. And so my final point is, if you want to be composed, you've got to be connected. Now, I've got here an iPad. It's a bit battered, a bit bruised, maybe a bit like myself. Maybe you can resonate with that too. But on here, I've got a song. Okay, we'll play a little bit of it. You can kind of hear it a little bit, can't you? Yep, maybe a little bit. But what I want to say is that when you follow Jesus the way he wants you to, in other words, be connected with him every day, this is how the song will sound. So much louder. But I haven't done anything, have I? All I've done is I've just put this into the iPad. God says to you and to I, faith is not about reaching up. But faith is about allowing God to reach down to you. Christianity, following Jesus, is the only faith where God became one of us. It's the only faith that says you don't need to do anything but rest in me. I'm going to end with a story by a wonderful teenage girl called Jackie Pullinger. Jackie Pullinger, children in particular, I want you to, to focus on this lovely, lovely name. You can get the book called Chasing the Dragon. She was a teenager. She looked around the country and saw all these lovely churches. It's lovely what's happening. But the more she prayed, the more she was connected to God, she said, I want to make a difference. I don't just want to go to church. I want to make a difference in the world. And so she got on a train, a boat, another train, a bicycle, a car, and she found herself in Hong Kong. And she lived there, she lives there now, she lived her whole life there, reaching out to those in gangs, on drugs, turning their lives around because of that connection she had with Jesus. Friends, I want to tell you, the good news is, Jesus is praying for you, as Nikki Gumball says, in the next room. That's the good news. But the challenging news is, you're going to need it. Yeah, he's praying for you as if he's in the next room. But the challenge is you're going to need it. You're going to need to rest in him. You're going to need that inner strength that only comes from the power of the Holy Spirit that God longs to give you. If you're going through bereavement or money troubles, if you're going through a sense of self-worth, a sense of not knowing what's happening, remind yourself again today of these symbols. Jesus says, relax, like me. When you're doing the washing up, when you're tying your room up, know that you're a child of God. Relax and be composed and know that you are the light of the world. You may feel like a mouldy, salty crisp, but keep connected to him, keep relaxed in him and keep following him. Even though other people will say, you're being a fool to forgive, you're being a fool to love, you're being a fool to be kind. Follow Jesus rather than those around you. And finally, if you don't remember anything else, 
It's that connection. That's that connection with Jesus that turns Jesus from boredom and buildings to this powerhouse of faith and light. That's what composed means in Jesus. I wish it meant being completely relaxed, don't need to do anything, but it's an active faith. But you don't need to be afraid. In Jesus' name, amen. That was a a great family message on the art of being composed. Let us now say the grace wherever we are in the world. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all and all God's people said, Amen.